0: Hey everybody, my name is Remo and on this channel we talk about investing, innovation and personal growth. If that sounds good, press that subscribe button. Today we will talk about Tesla because yesterday they released their Q4 and full year financial results and also had their earnings call. And if you don't have the time to go through everything yourself in this video I will summarize everything you need to know. So let's jump right into their shareholders update. In Q4 they achieved a record free cash flow of 2.8 billion dollars. And their cash increased by 1.5 billion to now 17.6 billion cash at hand. And they achieved record profitability, 14.7% operating margin in Q4 and 29.2% automotive gross margin in Q4. Their vehicle deliveries grew 87% to now almost 1 million vehicles last year. And their annualized vehicle production run rate is now over 1.2 million. They said that 2021 was a breakthrough year for Tesla and that there should no longer be any doubt about the viability and profitability of electric vehicles. And with this solid foundation, they now focus on ramping up their new Gigafactories in Austin and Berlin. So let's look at the numbers in Q4. They had 16 billion dollars of automotive revenues, up 71% year over year, and their total revenues were at 17.7 billion, up 65% per year. And in total, they achieved a net profit of 2.3 billion, which is up 760% year over year. And if we look at the full year numbers, we now have 47 billion dollars of automotive revenues, up 73% and 54 billion dollars of total revenues with a total gross margin of 25.3% and a gap net income of $5.5 billion, of which $1.5 billion were regulatory credits. So Tesla is now wildly profitable even when you exclude regulatory credits. And for the full year, they achieved a free cash flow of $5 billion, even after their heavy investments in Texas and Berlin. So let's move on to the full year deliveries, they increased their 3 and Y production by 99% to now 906,000 units. And their SNX production was cut in half because they introduced the new models and had to rebuild the entire production line. So we can expect that to ramp significantly this year and next year. In terms of their energy business, solar grew by 68% and storage deployment grew by 32%. They now have 25% more store and service locations, 43% more mobile service fleet vehicles, 36% more supercharger stations and 35% more supercharger connectors. So they keep ramping up the infrastructure. In terms of global market share, they now achieved 2.25% in the US and Canada and 1.5% in Europe and China. In terms of vehicle delivery growth they keep growing much faster than the rest of the auto industry and in terms of operating margin they are now the leading company which is absolutely mind-blowing. What's also mind-blowing is the news about full self-driving. They have successfully increased the number of FSD beta vehicles from a couple of thousand in Q3 to now nearly 60,000 vehicles in the US today. For me, this is one of the most important news. That means that they are getting more and more comfortable with their FSD product and they are ramping up their beta program. And what is the reason for Tesla's superior profitability? It's because manufacturing is Tesla's true competitive advantage. They have highly optimized their design and their manufacturing. And their innovations like large castings, structural battery packs, 4680 cells, etc. will keep driving down production costs. So I expect their profitability to get better and better over time. Their energy storage business is now at four gigawatt hours of deployments last year. And Tesla's goal is to increase that to one terawatt hour, which means that this business will grow 250x in the future. In terms of outlook, they continue to expect to achieve a 50% average annual growth rate in vehicle deliveries for many years to come, which is absolutely unprecedented. And their goal remains to achieve a production of 20 million vehicles per year in 2030. And they achieved all that despite continuing supply chain issues, which has been the main limiting factor and will continue to be the main limiting factor this year. And here are some pictures from Berlin and Texas. They already began producing vehicles at both locations and are waiting for the final permits and quality controls and bringing these factories to volume production will be the main goal of this year. They also said that Berlin will start with the 2170 cells, but in Texas they will start with the 4680 cells. And here is a picture where they attach seats to their structural battery pack. And of course they keep expanding Shanghai and Fremont. And most importantly, Tesla now achieved cumulative profitability since their inception. So all the people that keep saying that Tesla spent billions of dollars getting here and that they will never make this investment back are now proven wrong. So they now need to come up with something new. For example, deducting all the regulatory credits. And yes, it's true. If you sum up all the regulatory credits in the past five years, you have about 4.5 billion worth of credits. So all the critics now have one year of stressing this point. Because next year Tesla will have achieved cumulative profitability even excluding those credits. So these people will need to reinvent their criticisms because they are melting away fast. Here are the other things that are melting away fast. For example, Tesla now had seven quarters in a row with a positive free cash flow. And their net income just keeps rising and rising. So if the old auto industry was still hoping that Tesla was a fad and that they would implode, I'm sorry to break it to you, it's you who will implode. Because Tesla has figured out their secret sauce, they are profitable and they will just keep ramping it up until they reach 20 million vehicles per year, which is twice the number of the largest auto manufacturer today. So for me, it's as clear as daylight. Tesla will become the largest auto manufacturer on the planet and they have a great chance of becoming the largest company on earth. And if we look at the trailing 12 months charts, you next time the picture is even clearer. We have vehicle deliveries, free cash flow, and net income going up and to the right. So let's now go through the main takeaways of the earnings call. Here are my notes. So their focus this year will be to ramp Texas and Berlin to volume production. They will also start looking at new factories this year with a possible announcement later this year. They still see major supply chain issues, but reiterated their growth goal of 50% in 2022. They talked a lot about FSD and how FSD will become the most important source of profitability for Tesla in the future. Elon said that it will be nutty. Elon is confident that they will achieve full self-driving this year in terms of being as good as a human driver. As we talked about, they now have 60,000 cars in their FSD beta program. And Elon said that once they achieve it, this will be the biggest increase in asset value for any asset class in history. It will have a profound impact on safety because about 1 million people die each year from car accidents and 10 million people are injured. So this will have a huge impact and save many many lives. This will also be a major step change in the utilization of cars. The average car is currently used about 12 hours per week. And with full self driving, you could potentially increase that to 50 or 60 hours per week, which is an increase of utilization by a factor of five. And not only that, because cars are mostly unused. You have to pay for the storage. And with full self-driving, much less parking lots will be needed because the cars will just keep driving around and transport passengers and goods. Elon also stressed that Dojo is not required to achieve full self-driving. Dojo will make the training of the neural nets more efficient and less costly, but it's not needed to achieve full self-driving. And when you think about it, reaching the human driving level is actually not that hard. Humans are quite bad at driving. They are distracted, they argue in the car, they text they are drunk, they are tired. So it's actually a puzzle why there are not even more accidents currently. So the challenge is not how to get as good as humans. The question is how to get five times or 10 times better than humans. And Elon said that he would be shocked if they didn't achieve full self-driving better than humans this year. And then when we think that through that all cars will suddenly have a five times greater utilization, this will lead to insane traffic. And that's where the boring company comes in. A 3D tunnel network will be a great solution for this traffic problem. And Elon also said that he is confident that FSD will be less costly than public transport. So it will not only increase the utilization of current cars by a factor of 5, it will also completely disrupt public transport. And the economics of this will be completely mind-blowing. This will be a many trillion dollars per year business with super high margins. I don't think that the public is understanding yet what a big change is coming. Elon said that this probably will be the biggest software upgrade in history. It will have a profound impact on the human civilization. They also said that they are currently still supply constrained and that there are still many supply chain issues, especially with regards to chips. So that's why they didn't introduce any new vehicles last year and why they won't introduce any new vehicles this year. Because introducing new vehicles would decrease their total output. So all the new products, Cybertruck, Semi, Roadster, Optimus, they have been pushed to next year. And Elon also talked about the Tesla bot and said that Optimus will be the most important product development this year. And that it would have the potential to be even more significant than the vehicle business. And the vision for Optimus is to remove all labor constraints. If this program is successful, we will have an unlimited supply of labor, which will have a huge impact on the future civilization. And of course, the first use of the Tesla bot will be at Tesla itself, for example, to move around parts. So let's talk about the 4680 cell. They still have a little bit of trouble of ramping up this program, but they said that the 4680 cells are not a constraint for their 2022 plans. They currently receive enough cell volume from their suppliers. And the focus for their 4680 program will be Texas, which will be the first factory to utilize this new form factor. And they also said that their suppliers are working on 4680 cells. In terms of the future, they said that the 4680 form factor is not the ultimate form factor for all things. For example, they won't use the 4680 cells for iron-based cells at all. So in the future, they will keep using multiple form factors. With regards to their short-term finances, the importance of regulatory credits will continue to decrease over time. And we also need to be aware that ramping up new factories is expensive. So there will be some higher costs from Berlin and Texas this year. In terms of the $25,000 card, they said that they are currently not working on this car because they have too many projects on. On their plate. But Elon also said that this is the wrong question. The more important question is when will cars be fully autonomous? Because if you increase the utilization of a $50,000 car by a factor of five, it's basically equivalent to a $10,000 car. So it seems that Tesla is betting everything on FSD right now. And their product pipeline couldn't be any fuller. They said that at some point they will work for an HVAC system for the home. Fully integrating heating and cooling with solar and batteries. But they also said that they would be happy if any other companies would tackle this sooner. They also continue to ramp up their insurance product. It's now available in five states. And they said that telematics encourages safer driving because you get real-time feedback regarding your driving and you are incentivized by lower insurance rates. So if you drive Saver, you will pay less in insurance, which already had a significant impact on crashes. And their internal goal is that by the end of the year, 80% of customers in the US should have access to Tesla insurance, and they expect to bring this product to Europe next year. There were a little bit disappointing news regarding the Cybertruck, Elon said that batteries are not the limiting factor for a Cybertruck. It's the new technology that is more challenging. Especially they are still working on affordability and volume production. Their goal is to produce at least 250,000 Cybertrucks per year but based on these challenges, we cannot expect this anytime soon. In terms of margins, there are four main factors. The Model Y is much more profitable for Tesla, so the more the mix shifts to Model Y, the more they can increase their margins. Localization of the production, especially in Shanghai, was an important factor. Shanghai is now the main export hub for Tesla, and they also introduced a completely new production line these there. So the production is more efficient than in Fremont. And as the new models of the S and the X continue to ramp, we will also see a positive impact on the margins. And they also said that in certain locations, they had to increase prices. There will be some negative factors regarding margins. As we talked about, there will be ramp inefficiencies in Texas in Berlin, which will lead to higher costs. And they also keep seeing inflation, with regards to supply chain and raw materials. And again, Zach reiterated that software will become the most important factor over time for their profitability, especially if you think about the huge utilization increase that will be unlocked by FSD. In terms of Megapack, they said that all storage will be non nickel based and will be mostly iron based. And last year vehicles took priority over storage, not in terms of batteries, but especially in terms of chips. So they could have produced many more mega packs last year if there was no chip shortage. And Elon said that their goal is to have a one terawatt hour per year energy business, which would be 250X more than they achieved last year. And of course, the energy business will grow faster than the vehicle business. In terms of chips, there were good news. They said that the chip situation will get much better next year, because a lot of new chip factories are currently being built. And one of the causes for the chip shortages was the toilet paper problem. Lots of companies started hoarding chips without actually needing them. And the problem, of course, is that the Tesla vehicle consists of 10,000 unique parts. And from those 10,000 parts, the least lucky part drives the speed of the whole production line. And one of their goals is to continue to make their products simpler so they use fewer parts. And probably my favorite question on the earnings call was regarding their R&D strategy, which offered important glimpses into the culture of Tesla. They said that they had no incubators and no research centers and that Tesla doesn't separate R&D from product development. They just have one process and the process is to make great products. They design useful things, they iterate a lot and especially they figure out how to make this at scale for a reasonable price. And actually this last part is the hardest part of the whole process. Ideas and prototypes are very easy to come up with. It's execution that counts and especially volume production for a reasonable price. And Elon said that Tesla had a bazillions of ideas. But again, it's not about ideas. It's about bringing them to market in volume and profitably. That's the really hard part. And only a few people want to go through the blood, sweat and tears to bring an idea to volume production. And I think this is really the secret sauce of Tesla. Tesla is excellent at bringing new products to market profitably. And Elon also said that the offices are integrated into the factory and that the office where they were conducting the earnings call was overlooking the Giga Texas production line. So at Tesla, there is no such thing as a research unit and then a product development unit. It's all integrated into one big thing. So to summarize, Tesla has now reached its critical mass. They have produced almost 1 million vehicles last year and did so profitably. And they will continue to grow output by at least 50% per year for many years to come. Because again, their goal is to reach 20 million vehicles per year in 2030. And it's also clear that they are now fully committed to bring FSD to market. They have increased the number of beta customers from just a few thousand a few months ago to now 60,000. And once they achieve full self-driving, this will unlock a step change in vehicle utilization. Instead of just 12 hours per week, vehicles will suddenly be used 50 or 60 hours per week, which will have a huge impact on society, but also on Tesla's profitability. So in the future, Tesla will not only be the best manufacturing company on the planet, but they will also increasingly become a software company with software margins. Of course, this won't be a smooth ride and there will be bumps in the road. The production ramp in both Texas and Berlin will be costly and inefficient. And they still need to overcome the supply chain and chip shortages. So it's safe to assume that there will continue to be a lot of volatility in the Tesla stock, which might present excellent entry points for new long-term investors. As for myself, I remain as bullish as ever with regards to the long-term stock potential. I believe that Tesla will be a multi-trillion dollar market cap company in 10 years, And I'm super proud to be part of this journey as a long-term shareholder. So I hope you liked this summary. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And we'll see each other in the next video.